We wanted a way that agents could hone their craft and be part of a larger community, get the resources they need and the information they need to know. We cover relevant topics in our industry to help you close more sales. We talk to top producers and industry leaders that share their knowledge and best practices from around the country. So if you want to make more sales, then listen up because we're dropping gold. Hey guys, it's Eric with Medicare Supplement University and today we're doing a special round table podcast with two amazing guys. We got the one and only Tegre Moot with Heartland Financial Group and we got Justin Brock with, I'm not sure which company you want me to introduce. So Safe Harbor Insurance. Let's go with Safe Harbor <laughs> How Insurance. How about we call him the Medicare Guru? There, that's my oh, you. <laughs> you just said that. <laughs> okay. Might have to restart. <laughs> or beep it out. I'll beep it out. I'll beep it. That'll be funny, right? Hey. Anyway, okay. So, <laughs> wait, wait. On your website, Justin, you say something, or on your Facebook page, you say something. You refer to yourself as something. What is it? Um, I thought it was Medicare Guru. I have before. I haven't. I haven't stayed level with like a concept. But there's actually a guy out there that uh, like incorporated the name Medicare Guru. Oh, really? Yeah. You could try to sue me, I guess. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not representing my like a company named Medicare no, no, Guru. No. I'm just saying that. You can say. I'm just saying that I know Medicare what I'm talking Guru. about. That's all I mean. Right. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. Anyway, all right. Well, Justin, I want you to introduce the audience because everyone knows who Tegre is, but I want you to uh, let them know a little bit about who you are and your experience in this industry. Okay. Um, <clears throat> My experience in this industry is uh, I have been in the Medicare industry for about four and a half years. Um, I got started like a lot of people going, you know, door to door, talking to people and and helping and uh, literally door to door. Yeah. Well, I, you know, following up with mail leads and prospects, and then uh, and then you know, knocking on their neighbors' doors and asking for introductions and stuff like that. Love so, it. Um, and then uh, after about a year, I decided that there had to be a better way than that. And so, um, you know, I've, the last few years, I've dedicated to figuring out how to make the internet work for me well. And uh, also, I manage a you know a, a pretty uh, big office full of uh, agents and staff and. We help about 10,000 Medicare clients now. Dang, that's a big roster. That is a lot of people. Lot you of know what's funny is, so you, you said a phrase that I think a lot of successful people will say, and that is, there had to be a better way. That's yeah. what they all think. There had to be a better way. Definitely. I need to figure out a better way. And and that's what leads people in that direction. Right. You know, as long as they follow through like you did, like Tegra did, and like I did, and um, so many others. But that's just that's a key phrase. We need to coin that. There had to be a, a better a way. A better way. The need is still there. Yeah. It's just a different way of reaching people. You just call and that's it what we're in. A better way. Yeah. And ultimately, that's really you know what this whole thing is about is that there's always going to be an evolution to what we're doing. And yeah. if you don't evolve, you die. We can't call it the best way because the best way is always changing. Always. Yeah. So you started just doing direct mail, work in direct mail, mm-hmm. and then just like everybody else in the industry, you start, you sort of get your results back at like under 1%, above 1% sometimes. Yeah. Uh, then- best best direct mail you know stuff I had was uh, we set up a business reply mail account for ourselves because we had been using the lead vendor that did it for us and just charged us a markup, so we created our own and uh, kind of you know used the same concept and format and I would go take that mailer that they send back to us, knock on the door, and try to rewrite their meds up and capture the savings, you know, and um, then try to ask them for introductions to their neighbors. And I actually had uh, one guy um, the other day call me from, I had knocked on his door with a mail card three years ago, and he just called me back like the other day and I went I did the did his mess up so he kept he kept the mail card he kept my card because at the uh, at the door like the mail card was a business reply mail so they send they tear it off and send it back and uh, but when I knocked on the door he was busy and is what he told me I can't even remember it but he said yeah I was really busy when you came by and um, we never got up or whatever and he kept my business card from way back then and called me and that's amazing you know you know so 
Tegre is probably one of the most amazing guys at bringing different people together that end up forming more deep relationships. I mean, I could just think of so many people that Tegre has introduced me to who I've hit it off with and gotten along so well with Justin being another one, you know, that, that we just get along so well. But I want to hear how you two actually met, you know, it, you know, in this industry, because I don't know if it was like a chance happening or what. It was totally a chance happening. And it was weird because uh, one of the events that brings everybody together is the MedSup conference. And I don't, I mean, personally, I don't You go to the MedSup conference to really learn anything I mean, we'll, although we'll i can't that out we'll bleep that although out although i can <laughs> well it i mean it's not that i won't or i can't learn anything but it's it's because you meet everybody you've ever met and then you're busy talking and then you miss the classes and even though there's plenty of people in the classes i usually don't end up going to them yeah. so we were at it was in dallas and i remember i was with somebody in a call center and they came with me i met him at the airport we took an uber back together we were going to go to dinner so we just checked in and we were getting on the elevator and all of a sudden this guy like pops in the elevator with us and of course and you know the guy that i'm talking about sam talking, another guy that tegre introduced me to that i hit it off with exactly really well. another great guy in the yeah. industry we're talking medicare insurance and justin's justin i remember you said something like are you guys part of the MedSub conference? He's like, I hear people talking insurance. And he's like, I, yeah. I figured you guys were. And I was like, yeah. And then we're just like, hey, uh, you want to go to dinner? And then <laughs> literally, I mean, it just, the conversation hasn't stopped since then, actually. That was so last when, year. When Justin was telling me, um, so you guys went to dinner that night. But then mm -hmm. when you did the big dinner the following day, the one that I went to, he was there. Yes, I think you were there, right? And I, so yeah, we I were talking so. about that. So I'm like, dude, I was there. In fact, I was <laughs> sitting across from Sam the whole time talking to him, you know, right, and, right. and Tegri was next to me. You know, I was like, where were you at? Who were you sitting with? And so, but it was just funny that even at that time, because again, our relationship, we've grown pretty close in a very short amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just funny that in that moment, we were right next to each other, but we never met. Yeah, you didn't. Actually... And then we went on our trip to Turks and Caicos, right? Yeah. yeah. Like you guys didn't really hang out. Until not the last, last day. night, yeah. And in the airport, like when we were waiting on our flight out. Yeah. Was oh, like you most, did hang out. That the, was like the, the most we hung that out. That was for like 20 minutes, right, yeah, in the airport. Yeah, like 20 minutes in the airport. And then like the night before at like midnight or something. <laughs> Eating pizza at that one place. Yeah. That one place outside. That place right. where you can order like 15 cheeseburgers and 72 pizzas at <laughs> right. 2 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And they have to make that. it, and they're mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the, really the neat thing about, um, you know, what, what Justin and I talk a lot about is, you know, we're, we're big into just trying to figure out different ways to, to generate leads. It's a big topic of conversation with all agents, right? If you're in this business, you need to get in front of people, and so they want to know how how do I get in front of people? And, you know, we're always trying to test different ways, different methods, what works best, you know, and, you know, there's a lot of people that look for what works the cheapest, which isn't always the best, right? Because right. a lot of times the cheapest lead is not necessarily the most quality lead. Sometimes you do have to invest, but obviously you need to be able to set whatever that amount is, you know? And so, so Justin and I, really um you know get deep into talking about just uh social media advertising and how to really get really good at, at generating some some quality leads but you know the conversation the three of us were having last night was regarding leads and that you know we we know that to be successful in the industry you know it's not just about getting the best leads because there's no such thing really as a lay down lead i mean yes there's some leads that they're already hot to buy and you know and you run across those two but, but it's rare don't don't plan for it like that because the majority of them or overwhelming majority are not you still got to work them so what do you think then justin are the the qualities or maybe i don't know if the qualities are the skill set that an agent needs to acquire to be successful you know when it comes to getting in front of people I think they have to uh, be adaptive and, you know, because it, everything is always changing and so you, you might have something that's working and then it stops. Um, and if you're newer and you're, and you're just trying to get something to work, um, you kind of got to commit to one process because there's like, you know, the saying there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I mean, I know people that are still working direct mail and doing very well from it. 
and I know people that are using television and I, I even know people that are using radio even though I don't want to do that but you know and the internet I know people buying leads and doing well with it um, you know the thing that I see with like purchasing internet leads is you get some that are the intent was never there when they there was a misleading ad you know set that you're purchasing it from uh, and uh, and also they're they're selling it to so many people that only the first person to grab it is really good. So, uh, if you if you are working internet leads, it seems you know it's an easy time to figure out how to generate some of your own. And there are many different ways: YouTube, Google, Bing, Facebook, whatever. Uh, you know, then there will always be more ways in that realm. But any marketing concept, you know, instead of trying a million different things or trying one thing for a month and be like, this isn't working, you have to be willing to commit to it for a certain amount of time, commit some, some resources and money to it. And when you get the leads, I see a lot of people that get leads from something and, and they get too caught up in, in the paperwork of their business to properly follow up with the leads. So yeah, yeah, you can, because that's the, the hard part is when you do figure out a good, a good method of being able to talk to people, which again, a lead is really just somebody to talk to that has a slight interest in what we're doing, right? And then from there, it's right. our job as an agent to be able to to build that rapport with them enough that we can go more in depth on where they have need or where we can save them money, um, you know. But I think that the, the if if you're talking about what is the easiest way, okay, for the agents out there who maybe don't have a big budget. They don't have a lot of money to invest because Facebook marketing is not cheap. It does cost money. It's it's an art and a science, and it's not, and there's a lot of testing involved. It takes so, time, and it takes time. It's like a snowball. You have to invest, 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 and then finally it starts to yeah get bigger and bigger. So someone on a low budget, where where do you see them starting? Just to get started, just to get talking to people and and start having conversation, putting their knowledge to the test. If I was just getting started, I would be looking for. I mean, going back to the roots that I was using, the, the uh, business reply mail, mailers through companies like, you know, Target Leads. Mm -hmm. uh, I've worked those and they work. Um, I've worked uh, internet leads and they work. But, and, and I think that even with uh, direct mail, we have a pretty good connection for yeah. some low cost, That's some true. low cost direct mail, yeah. right? We do actually. <laughs> yes, we do. Um. <laughs> So, shameless plug shameless plug <laughs> but it's because of the volume that we drop through our one life division uh, we've been able to pour it into not only the life insurance but the medicare side of things where we've basically driven our costs down to 365 per thousand and you still see it working yeah it, it does now we're actually what's great about what we're doing is we're adding some intelligence before we mail so we're before we just basically say give me this criteria this income range, um, and then we just throw it up on the wall to see what sticks and what comes back, and we hope and pray we get better than a 1%. So this year what we're doing is we're adding some intelligence with um, some very sophisticated partners who know data very, very well um, to basically give us what I would call a scoring system mm -hmm. um, that tells us, hey, here's your likely buyer, and here's your buyers that are not likely you know, to buy whatever product, either final expense, Medicare supplement, Medicare Advantage, you know, and just kind of ranking them, it could be a scale one to 10 or A, B and C, but the ranking coming in. So that way, if an agent orders leads and they ask us for a certain, you know, demographic, we can say, hey, this, this is your best chance. We're gonna mail this for you. And it, it, ultimately what it means is that we're expecting to have higher returns this year by adding an intelligence model to our direct mailing system. So. For, for that piece of, of marketing, I mean, that's going to be probably a great thing for us looking forward in, in this next year. That would definitely probably help to re, to increase your return rates Absolutely. and in turn be able to talk to more people yeah. and, and more qualified people. Yeah, and you know what's kind of cool is, you know, you mentioned you have 10,000 clients, um, which I mean, there is not a lot of agencies in the United States that can say that. And it's because, you know, you and your your family have basically worked for many years and done a fantastic job with your clients and referrals have come in and you've built it and built it and built it. But what's amazing is like, you've got, I mean, it's like, take your client base. You've got that many people turning 65 every single day in America. 
Yeah. So we're talking about leads. There is not a lead shortage in America right now. There's probably a lack of, of work ethic maybe with a lot of agents to work leads properly. Right. That's a, that's, but, yeah. but, and there's not, and so the way I look at it too, people are gonna respond in different ways. That's why direct mail still does work. That's why internet still works. I had an interesting thing that happened to me like 10 years ago. I remember this lady was a physician and she was turning 65 and so was her husband. And it was when we were working in Arizona and she called me one day and this was like 10 years ago, right? And uh, I remember she was like, yeah, we want Mutual of Omaha. She's already done like all of her research. And I was like, well, in my traditional model of always doing things, it's like, we need to meet. I need to see you face to face. And so she's like, no, I don't, we don't need to do that. She said, just mail me or email me the application. <laughs> she was this pushing was like, you. This was like 10 years ago. And I was like, wait, what, what do you mean? What are we going to do here? So <laughs> I emailed her the applications and I was like, well, is she going to like fill it out and mail it back to me? I, I was actually shocked at this. I, like 10 minutes later, she had the whole thing like filled out. She like signed it, scanned it back to me, which I will say back then, I don't know if that was a HIPAA violation, but I didn't do it or anything. I don't you know? think it was. I don't think it if was. she said it to me, signed. Right, right. Well, I don't, I don't know, but I remember she did. And I was like, that was way too easy. Yeah. You know? And I remember thinking like, why doesn't everybody just do it that way? Yeah. You know? But then, you know, like... I don't know, like two weeks later or whatever, I talked to someone that's like, oh, they need to see you face to face. So with the amount of people that are hitting the Medicare system right now, I don't think, I think you reach them in all different ways. I mean, there's different people. I mean, our preferred method is to do things over the phone, you know, through e-apps and everything. That's a preferred method. And I think that it's going to shift to that, but there's still a lot of people doing direct mail. There's still people that want to meet face to face, which is, you know, you know it's great but there's all kinds of people in the, coming into the system every day um and i think also an important thing for an agent is to be diverse in in how you can interact with people it's, it's part of the evolution that we're talking about of the agent is that even if they're comfortable with doing the face-to-face -face, that's where they that's where their bread and butter is they know that they can have the highest closing per percentage when they're face-to-face -face. they still need to start getting those skills to be able to do it online to be able to do it over the phone because it's only going to – otherwise, they, they, a lot of times I, I run into agents that have to give business away because they have referrals that are coming in from other states that they're not licensed in and nor are they willing to do it because they don't really know how to do the e-apps. They don't know how to do the stuff over the phone. you know. But part of that whole evolution is agents need to start learning how to do that, you know. which again, this is why – why the site that, that you're on today exists is because it's part of helping those agents that even the seasoned agents who, who have been in this business for years can still benefit from being on Medicare Supplement University because it's designed to teach them those skills that they need. So to use online e-apps, how to do it, how to talk, what to say. And it's constantly evolving to teach them more. Yeah. I've had uh, marketers send me leads from their field agents who are in-person agents that are far away from where they are. Remember, uh, somebody sent me one. They said this person is in uh, Tennessee, in Memphis. It was, it was like was north of Memphis, or like two hours away from me. And uh, they said, you know, can you go see them face to face? I said, well, just give me the number and I'll call. And they acted like they had to be face to face or something, you know. And I called them, and this lady, this lady was, you know, extremely open to do to talk and was, apparently they also told me it was going to be a guaranteed issue and ended up being open enrollment part b open enrollment so i did two you know plan g's over the phone no issue and it just baffled me that this agent didn't even try to help them over the phone for right. the cost of a you know two med subs two dental plans two drug plans with a uh with the with a with a like what an 86 dollar tennessee license you know yeah. non-resident license and they missed out on all that so it's it's amazing the the things that people give away, yeah. you know, for that. So and you never you never know what you're missing out on. So oh, yeah. I I remember you told me a story that, and it was just a result of you just doing your customer service correctly, right. and the right way. Yeah. And your story is actually pretty awesome because, you know, you just you never know who you're going to talk to. You never know who's in front of you. You never know the the scenarios, the situations, the people that you'll help. Right. And you never know where one thing can start here, but just lead to an incredible opportunity over here. Right. You know, so I wanted you to tell that story because I think that's like 
one of the best stories about just hustle and customer service that I've heard. Right, right. Yeah, so uh, the, it was actually the first year that I was in, um, you know, in the business, and I was going out and talking to uh, this lady uh, named Lola, that, and, and she had called because her her brother lived next to them, and he was uh, he had a, an old uh, plan in with a carrier that I'm not going to mention who did a guaranteed issue plan in for everybody back in the day, and the rates <laughs> had just absolutely exploded. And um, <laughs> guaranteed issue Medicare supplement? Yeah, guaranteed to everyone. So I think we all remember those. Yeah, that so day definitely or do. that year and a half or whatever, yeah. that, however long that was. So everybody goes out and writes it to all of their you know, sick customers that they couldn't write them before. Anyway, this guy, he, uh, he was, uh, crippled a little bit and he was deaf and he lives, you know, in an apartment really close to his sister and brother-in-law. And so she called me to come help. I didn't know if I could help, but, um, went out, he was paying so much that I was able to get him a substandard policy with, with another carrier. I'm just going to leave the names out of it, but, um, that they, you know, accepted him, you know, with his medical conditions and it's cut his premium in half, you know, and gave him actually went from a plan N to a plan F and, um, was, that was, they didn't have a plan G at the time. Um, but, uh, it cut his premium in half benefits got better. And to her, you know, I was a hero. This particular carrier actually doesn't even, didn't even really pay that well on this policy. So it was a more of a, a more difficult case to deal with less commission but it's just kind of doing your due diligence and helping every everybody you can because i was taught that little things lead to big things and um, so we uh, had helped them with that and at the time uh, this lady told me this was uh, in summer of 2014 so i'd only been in the business like you know nine or ten months or something like that and the uh the lady told me that her husband was losing some coverage through AT&T and uh, he might have some questions for it later. So I gave her a couple of cards and at the time I knew nothing about this AT&T um, fiasco that was going on where the, the, group retire the group retirees on Medicare were getting kicked off their plan and you know Aon Hewitt had this kind of exclusive deal where they were going to use the, I'm sure a lot of people listening will know what I'm talking about, but it's a health reimbursement account and these people were able to um, get money, $2,700 for the retiree and $1,500 for the spouse of the retiree uh, as long as they were something like as long as they were married when he retired or, or she retired. And if they were both retirees, they both got $2,700 um, to purchase Medicare supplement stroke plans dental, right? So. Uh, a lot of people, anyway, what ended up happening is like a few months after that, because um, this actually was in maybe the spring of 2014, and a few months later, like July or August, this guy calls me, her husband, and he's basically, he had done a ton of research on it. He was a very analytical guy, kind of like the customer you're talking about that would scan the application and do like, this is guy, he's got an office and a scanner, and he goes and does all the research and calls you and he's like, this is what I need, you know. So he's, he's telling me, he says, um, he says, uh, I've talked to uh, Aon Hewitt, I've done some research, I've talked to the Communication Workers of America um, Retirement uh, uh, Union, all these different people. And we found out that we can, um, you know, that I believe that I can get a Medicare supplement anywhere I want to, which I don't want to use Aon Hewitt because they were only offering a few companies and they were pushing, pushing Medicare Advantage, which a lot of these people didn't want. And um, he said, in the few companies that they were using, the prices were much higher. And they were trying to get that health reimbursement account to go as far as possible into getting them the best coverage. So, you know, ultimately I said, well, let me do some research on it. I go back and I, I go through all these, you know, um, uh, meeting minutes for like cliff notes of meetings with the Communication Workers of America and find out that he's right. You, you don't have to use Aon Hewitt for everything. You just have to get one product with them to unlock the HRA, and you could use it anywhere after that. So um, what I told them is the one thing that they offered all of, they offered all the drug plans. So what I did is I sat down with him and I helped him go through and figure out what drug plan was gonna be best for him, had him call them to get his drug plan, and then helped him get a you know Medicare supplement at the best possible rate for him and his wife. Um, and then, you know, and then they ended up doing dental and vision, dental vision and hearing as well. 
um, and they had it all within their HRA with room to grow too. And uh, that was great, but that's not all that came of it. After that, he referred me his, his uh, brother-in-law and then he referred me a good friend of his, who both of these people married, and then another friend of his, and then that friend referred me friend to a friend. And then um, one of those friends was best friends or really good friends with the president of the retirement union, a guy they called Marlon, and he lived in a different town over. But Marlon called me up one day. He said, hey, Bobby asked me to call you and see if you'd want to come talk at the retirement union about this coverage thing because everybody's really confused about what their options are. So I'm thinking like 10, 12 people, something like that. Um, and what, you know, several days out, I ended up getting my dad to go in because I hadn't talked to that many people, you know, in person about Medicare, when, even at 10 or 12, I hadn't got up and given a speech no, about it yet. You're nine months in. I, yeah, so I, I, we show up that night and there are, uh, they had a roster of people, it was 72. I think there were more than that that kind of trickled in. It was, it was 72 guests, you know, in the room that were all going through the same thing. And those 72 people, most of them didn't have their spouse there. It was just like the retiree. And uh, so I gave us, you know, I got up, my dad got up and talked about, you know, the options because we had gone over everything. And then I kind of got up and talked and, and did a Q&A and um, afterwards, um, we didn't bring, you know, sell. It wasn't about selling. It was just about talking to them about, you know, these are your options. You know, this is, you know, you can call Aon and you can do that. Or, you know, you do have some other Medicare supplement options. I said, if you want Medicare Advantage, you know, and based on the HRA setup, it really didn't make sense. If you got $2,700 to spend, buy the coverage with it. Because if you don't use it, you lose it. So use it on the best coverage, you know. So you have the, you have the flexibility and everything, and then you have, you know, more coverage. So I... Uh, explained some of that concept to them and they ended up um, coming in in troves through AEP. This was, I think the meeting was like early October, right before AEP kicked off. And uh, we are always really busy in AEP anyway, but we ended up writing um, like 150 something Medicare supplements, like 90 dental vision and hearing plans, and, and then advising them on the drug plans, which Aon Hewitt wrote. But we did all that from that meeting, and then we ended up getting invited to another town about an hour and a half south to another retirement group and uh, met with about 22 more retirees down there. And it was, it, to be honest, it got to where it was like more than we could handle within AEP. We handled it, but it was gruesome, it was you know. Tough. But um, it was amazing because it all came problem. from like that one one appointment one appointment for something that really wasn't a huge thing you know that pe some people would be like oh, you know this is you know not a great prospect um but you know helped him and it ended up in my eyes turning into you know i guess about 200 medicare supplement was when it was all done and you know over 100 dental vision and hearing plans and so it's pretty great yeah that's that's <laughs> <I'm tapping>. amazing <laughs> i love that story yeah that story that's is a, great that's you just exploded, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And especially for again at that time, you were ten months like into being in the business. In. By the time those effective dates came around, it was uh, January first, twenty fifteen, for everybody, because that was the time they were kind of, kind of booted off. Yeah. And uh, and I had been in maybe, you know, I'd been licensed a little over a year at that time. Yeah. So it was it was huge. I mean, it really, but it really, you know, let me know that the potential of something like that. Yeah, so. it was, and that, you know, that definitely was one of those perfect storms, but it's still the, like you said, doing the little things can lead to big things, and it's the attitude that all agents should be adopting, you know, whether it leads to 150, right. you know, out the out the bat right, right. there, or, or 10, or even 20. 10, exactly. I mean, if you do a, a seminar or something, or a webinar, or something where you can, you know, mass some people in, I mean, I would think when you start coming back to, what should people be doing when they're brand new? Um, I would be doing, like if I was starting all over from scratch, but I knew what I knew right now, I would have raw data to call all the time as my backup. I would buy, a, I would put a, a little bit of money what I could scrounge up. I'd probably be waiting tables at night just to scrounge up money to buy internet leads. And I'd be calling them as soon as I got them because, and then I would hound them to death until I yeah. got them. And, and, um, I would be calling the raw data, and then I would I would be uh, using the internet, just knowing what I know right now, trying to 
uh, run some cheap Facebook ads to start getting little groups of turning 65s and over 65s into a meeting room at a church or something. I mean, if you live in a community with a church, you can probably get them to, you know, get some people there for a free meeting about Medicare. Yeah. And those are things that are just free to get going, you know, and then eventually when you get the money, start putting it in and getting, you know, seminars would be a great way. If I was starting all over and I didn't have the infrastructure that I have right now, that'd probably be something I'd be doing. Yeah, if you're lo- if you're working your local market, which you're a master at, you know, uh, seminars are a great thing to do because if you're somehow getting the word out that you're going to do some kind of informative teaching, bring them in, give them some cookies and juice, and you know the the knowledge is going to, it's yeah. really going to be the driver there, and, and it's not about sales, selling anything in there. It's about just giving them all the information you know and answering their questions and then leaving and then letting them pick up your card, they will call you. Yeah, they'll flock yeah. to you. They'll flock to you. You do the right thing. You're honest about everything. You, you're not steering. You're not doing anything crazy. You're just giving them the information, and they love that. They appreciate it. That's what they want. Yeah. And they recognize someone who knows what they're talking about. Right. You know, and you guys have been in it long enough. So speaking of teaching, um, you know, a plug for some of the things that you guys are working on right now, which is great. We're in an, we're in an age where information is so accessible. Um, it is the best time to be in our industry right now. It's not the hardest thing in the world to learn our industry. Um, and you two have put together a couple of tools that can really help an agent, whether you're new, you've been in it a little while, or you know, you're an expert. I think you guys have some tools that can really help um, really any agent that's in our field and so you probably should talk a little bit about kind of what you're doing your collaboration together a little bit um, and some of the tools that are available and accessible and what you're doing to you know help agents that really want to put an effort toward getting good because the next 10 years that's when in our in my opinion when wealth is going to be accumulated it's in the next 10 years in our industry um, because that's the greatest opportunity you look at the number of people turning 65 it doesn't peak till 2025. I mean, how much how much are our lives going to change in the next 10 years? Yeah. As a result of what we're doing today, right? You know, and and to me, I look at it as I just want to scale what we're doing to an even greater number. I want to collect, you know, get large enough arms to, you know, talk to more people and bring more people in. But I think you two are probably ahead of the curve on a lot of stuff. So why don't you guys share what you guys are are up to right now? Yeah, well, so it's, you know, it's been a while in the making that, you know, we've been putting together, um, you know, on, on my side, I was putting together the training site to try to really replicate myself because my background being in marketing and talking to insurance agents and training new insurance agents and getting them up and running in the Medicare field, uh, you can only do so much. And sometimes the agents that you invest a lot of time and effort into, they don't end up panning out. They don't end up staying in the business. They may not have the work ethic, uh, whatever the case may be. And then you just feel like, man, that was a lot of time I put into that and it didn't turn into anything. You know, so the idea was, well, then why don't I put together a training site that would do just that, replicate all the knowledge that I'm trying to teach somebody and then take it a step further where, you know, we go about teaching them beyond just how to sell the product, how to market the product, how to uh, utilize, again, e-apps because that's that's something that I also back in 2008 I fell in love with e-apps when I did the same thing you did I ended up I, I didn't I we got as I think we got a lead up in in northern Arizona and we were we were more southern so I didn't want to drive five hours I just got on the phone and I got some information easily just started having a conversation about Medicare next thing you know I'm writing an app you know on paper but I just mailed it to her she signed it mailed it back and when I did that I said why would I ever leave the office again? Like, <laughs> you know, why not just do it all the time like this? And so, you know, that's really another big part of the site is to teach agents how to do that so that they can have that flexibility to to sell outside of their local county, you and know. What, and what's the site? Medicare Supplement University. So, um, you know, and again, if you're hearing this, you're on the site, so hopefully you're really getting that value that we're talking about. But, you know, the, the idea was always to also have continuing value through doing podcasts like this, where we're going to talk about things that you can really put into practice, you know. And um, so, again, with, with everything going on and, and me wanting to dip my toe into getting heavier into social media marketing, 
marketing. Um, you know, Tegra introduced me to Justin, who has also been uh, heavily into the social media marketing. And when we started talking, we just said, geez, we have so many things in common, so many ways that we think alike, so many, like, it was just, it was, and it was really fun to be able to talk to somebody else in the industry that, that thinks like I do, that talks like I do. Understands that, a lot of the concepts that yeah. you've spent years trying to learn. Yeah, so. and it just and it ended up turning into just us masterminding together. And yeah. then that way, at, we, we throw ideas at each other all the time, and then we put them to practice. We test them out, and when they work, we let each other know. We're always showing each other like what our, our current lead costs are at and what we're able to keep them at, how to scale, all this stuff. So, right. you know, uh, Justin started putting together uh, a training uh, basically an introduction training for Facebook so that agents can really start to get, I guess, proficient with at least the tool of Facebook, how it can be used right. as a tool, right? Right. Um, and so I think we were, again, part of our conversations was like, man, let's, let's look at how we can put these together, you know, because Justin has been doing the same thing, running across insurance agents that he needed to train, but didn't have the time to spend training 16, 17 20 agents you know he needed a tool that he could do that plus attach the the training for the facebook with it right right yeah the medicare supplement university is is uh something that you know i had always looked at i had always thought of the concept like man i just need to put training videos together and uh, the daunting task for me was like there's such a wealth of information and so when eric told me he had he had been working on one for years because it was years worth of work I looked at it and I thought, why would I spend years recreating the will when you've already put all the effort into it? And I've seen, you know, other training sites and this, I mean, that one has just got so much information on it and is so easily to consume, easy, easy to navigate. Um, and uh, and it's very, just very impressive. And it's e easy to also expound on, like when there are other e-apps to put up, other um, concepts, other discounts, other things that are available and then when things you know that aren't panning out you know we're help you know i'm trying to partner with him to help do podcasts and things like this to help update it um and that's just become a, a huge thing and so we've partnered in some way where we help uh try to i try to get people just to join medicare Southern university so that trains them so it just takes a lot of the like he was talking about replicating yourself if, if uh, you have agents calling you i'm not i don't have a background in recruiting agents or marketing, um, but due to our success, you know, they've reached out to us a lot. And it got to the point where they're, I loved helping them. I loved it. You know, it's something that's really different about, I think, maybe modern insurance professionals versus people like, you know, maybe my dad and before, is they always viewed every other insurance agent in the whole world as like the enemy. And I mean, you know, there's <laughs> yeah, competition. Everyone's competition. There's literally eleven thousand people turning sixty-five a day. Like, I'm not gonna write all of them, you know. Right. <laughs> like, right. so I mean, you know, as long as you're not replicating my exact, you know, exact stuff to my exact target, which is almost impossible to do, it doesn't seem it seems silly to think that you're uh, competition with everybody when in in reality, if you make friends with them and talk to them, you'll learn so much from them and they'll learn so much from you that you'll get way more out of the relationship. And so, you know, we started putting together, you know, a Facebook ads for insurance agents course as well. And the whole concept is, is how to start at the, the you know, the bottom of Facebook. Cause a lot of agents that I talked to weren't like Eric, you know, I would not have sold Eric my course. He, he knows, you know, almost everything that I know about Facebook, you know, now we're at the point where our relationship's more about bouncing ideas off one another so that we can grow more effectively. But, um, but there are a lot of insurance agencies that need to get started in it and at a, at a lower, you know, level of just, you know, trying to find people in your target market. A lot of the agents that are purchasing my Facebook course are, local agents that have been burned by internet leads, that have been uh, promised the moon by a final expense company that is trying to say, you know, oh, we'll, you know, here, we'll put you on this, you know, lower street level contract and we'll give you a bunch of leads and find out what they're getting is a bunch of old aged, terrible crap leads and they're going door to door with them. Um, and with Facebook, the thing is you can set it up to continue to go face to face if you want to, but you're getting your own exclusive leads. In, and they may actually be more expensive per lead than you're used to buying, but they are yours and you created them 
with your content and so people are viewing you and then when you go knock on the door they've already seen you so <laughs> you're not yeah. just a stranger knocking on the yeah. door yeah so exactly it's a completely so, different concept and, and what i find amazing i've had a peek behind the curtain at both of what of what you both are up to and what you're doing and what i like is you know what you've put together is here's the business here's the knowledge here's what you need to know and here's examples of me doing it and here's me in action. It's not just, hey, this is how you should handle it. It's actually you in action. Yeah. How to handle a client. So you're the knowledge. But then as as an agent, I think where a lot of things stop is what a lot of where a lot of training courses stop is what do I do with this knowledge now? Right. And what's what's great is you have great elements you know, in and of what you're doing right right now by yourself. But then the partnership is Hey, here's what I'm doing. Here's actually how to take that knowledge, and he, and here's, you know, how to go generate your own leads. Here's how to do it. And like, yeah. you know, obviously, it's not it's not theory. You're doing it right now. Yeah, we're practicing and what yeah. we preach. You're practicing <laughs> what you preach. What you preach, and that's an amazing thing. I think that is that is actually what an agent who's really hungry, and wants to get into this business, and is willing to put the hustle behind it because. All of this is for nothing unless you're willing to hustle. Yeah. I don't think you can be successful in anything, right? Unless right. you're willing to actually have the drive to be able to hustle. And so, you know, that means that you have to do something with the results that come in. And exactly. you can't be you can't be lazy about it. And if you're gonna be successful, everybody wants the end end result, uh, but there's a lot of work that goes into building the end result. We've yeah. always said Hey, it's a long road, and we're going to get there. But this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. No. There is a lot of hustle that goes. But you can't get rich. You can't get rich. No, that's exactly it. And that's that's the you know when you go to the site, if you're the very first time you see it and you watch the video, that's the very first thing I say in there is this is not a this is not a get-rich-quick. It's a get-rich-steady. You right. know, it takes right. time. It takes hard effort. It takes work. And there's just so much of you know. The, I think the biggest problem we're running into nowadays is. There's so many, some are real entrepreneurs, some are fake entrepreneurs, but they're making entrepreneurship sound so sexy and easy and you know, doing it with the most minimal effort possible. You can become a millionaire with the most minimal effort possible. Just utilize having a big audience and this and that. Like, it just, they, they make it sound like it's so easy. Yeah. And, and of course, everybody wants to look for the easy right. way. But the reality is that even though there's some exceptions, it's definitely not the rule. You want to, you know, you want you, you have to work smart, but you also have to work hard. That's the majority of the time what has to happen. It's, you know, you can't look at those exceptions and say, I wish I was that or maybe I can be that. Yeah. You know, you just, if your mindset is different that, okay, I'm, I'm going to use my intelligence, but I'm also going to put hard work ethic behind it. Right. That's when the results happen. You know, I've, I've taken a lot of those courses. A lot of, a lot of the guys that, um, you know, promise the moon, you know, out there. Um, I, I liked to take their courses because I just, you know, wanted to see what was behind the curtain, you know, um, and one of the things I remember, I took a guy's course who I have a lot of respect for, um, and uh, in in the in the the pitching of the course, it sounded much easier and amazing. But in the meat of the course, when you get into it, you think, okay, you know, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. You know, I remember this was this particular one was on webinars, mm -hmm. um, the perfect webinar script. Oh yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. and. Um, and so I've taken the course and going through all the videos and stuff, and I realized the um, the closing concept on this. First of all, it took a lot of work and effort and thought process, even when you knew how to create the webinar to, to put your content in it and do it. And then the um, the ending part that killed me was um, was the closing concept was um, a to a to get people on the phone close. So you you had to get their number and call them and. And so it was almost like, yeah, okay, I got to do the, I, you're gonna teach me how to do this webinar, but then you still have me at the end picking up the phone and cold calling these people. Yeah. Um, and it, and it, but it's funny though because like in insurance, you know, like you can get lead. Like a lot of times I talk to especially newer uh, agents or agents that are in life agents trying to cross over into Medicare. They're talking about well, what about leads, you know? And I have I've had agents be like, hey, you know, I found this other IMO and they're gonna give me leads, you know, or they're gonna sell me leads. You know, and, and I kind of ask them like, well, what, you know, how much are you buying them for? What, where are the leads coming from? You know, what, what does that mean that you're getting leads? You know, if yeah. you, if you're not willing to work your ass off 
it doesn't matter how many leads. I mean, I can, I got, I have just, you know, filing cabinets full of lists of, of old leads. I can funnel you a bunch of them, and I guarantee you, I could pick up those lists and call through and sell something. You know. Yeah. But you got to get them on the damn phone and call them. <laughs> it's funny too because you know you guys have both done this in both your your offices where it's almost been like a placebo effect where you say, yeah, I got you guys some new leads and all you did was put raw data into the system and they started calling the raw data and they made <laughs> sales because they thought it was leads, right. you know, but it's, it was a placebo effect in that, yeah. to, to an extent, right? I mean, yeah, there's yeah. obviously, there's something to see, be said about leads of people who are actually interested, but the reality is if you are, again, so, so everyone who's listening, who feels maybe a little bit uh, nervous about having, you know, because we're sitting here talking about social media lead generation and stuff and you're like, oh, that's too techy for me or whatever. You can still put that same hustle that you have towards something as elementary as picking up the phone and calling just a, a list of people turning 65 or people who are already past the age of 65 mm-hmm. and you can get sales. You just got to be willing to make those phone calls. Yeah. At the end of the day. You give me a day. list of 500 people between 67 and 75 right now just a random list i guarantee you in eight hours i could sell four medicare supplements no problem guarantee i'd bet all the commission in four medicare supplements on it (laughs) (laughs) which is a lot i'll bet my practice on it (laughs) i mean i guarantee you i could I won't say, I would say five, but I could guarantee you four. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I would say five. But it takes the work. It takes, it takes the dialing. It takes the, uh, you're going to go through the rejections, the, you know, wrong numbers, everything. You'll go through everything. It's the law. It really is the law of numbers. It takes perfecting the overcoming the objections, perfecting. A lot of people think that like, they look at that stuff and they think, oh, that's a wolf of Wall Street. Like, you know, I'm just going to call and when I find the right person, they'll, no, you, you have to be a little bit salesy without sounding too salesy at the same time. You know, yeah. there, there are things about the, the psychological, you know, aspect of talking to someone that gets you over the hurdles and, and build the relationship. I mean, the biggest thing is finding somebody on the phone that will talk to you and making them comfortable. And, and whether they're a lead, whether it's raw data or whatever, get them on the phone, talk and you're nice, everything's good. Then finding out if they're a qualified prospect yeah. and then and you know, then convincing them that you're the guy to work with. I think I think the the biggest factor in being able to push yourself to do that, to be a little salesy when you need to, you really have to believe in your product. Yeah. If you believe in your product and you really believe in your heart, like, listen, mister or ma'am, whoever you're talking to, I need to ask you these questions because I literally could be saving you $1,000 a year for the same exact insurance that you have. Mm-hmm. Or something incredibly similar, you know. It's just you have to believe in your heart that you are really trying to help them. So you're not just a snake oil salesman who's just trying to make some money. That's right. really not what it comes down to. You want to, you know, I, you said it yesterday. You want to have to be. You have to have that desire to help people first, and 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 let that be your your driving motivator. And then you'll get to a point where money will matter a little more later. Yep. In the beginning, it should just be pure passion for wanting Definitely. to help someone. Definitely. And a and good thing about, so when I talk to life agents and they're talking about getting into Medicare, they're like, yeah, but you know, claims and this and that. And one of the beauties of Medicare supplements is the product is so good that people are 98% of the time, you know, as long as they have a functioning brain in their head, <laughs> are very happy with the results that they're getting. Yeah. You know, I mean, because you're going to need pretty much any doctor you want to any hospital you want to for the most as long as medicare accepts them which is almost all of them and everything is paid for you know or everything but 183 dollars you know yeah. and that's just and and for a lot of people that you know might be on a pretty good group plan before they come on to medicare yeah you're paying the best premiums you've ever paid in your life oh, oh yeah God. a lot of them are kicking a huge some of them sometimes you have to convince people that you're yeah. not selling snake oil because they don't it's believe so it's real cheap. yeah they're like they're, wait a minute you mean you mean I could get a Plan G for ninety five dollars? That's that's just I, impossible. You have to be yeah. giving me less coverage. I've been on Cobra for the last eighteen months, and now I'm turning sixty five. And and you're going to give me a seven percent discount just because I have someone living with me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. Yeah. 
To be honest, I don't get it either, ma'am. Yeah, Just be happy you're getting it. But I know that I've sold it 500 <laughs> times in the last three months, and it's working. Let's roll with this. Exactly. Just be happy it's being done. And one of our, as one of our friends says, yeah. go get your checkbook. <laughs> go get your checkbook. Listen, ma'am, I'm going to need you to get your checkbook out. We're doing this? Oh, yeah. Hell, wait. hell yeah, we're doing this. We're saving you money? Yes, we are. Because at the end of the day, I mean, have any of you guys ever had a customer call you back and say, I'm so damn pissed off that's supplement paid the doctor for me yeah no, no never happens I, I, uh, best coverage out there for the money no in fact it's the opposite it's the company has a five percent increase and the, and then you know you call them or you talk to them and like you know they paid a claim for me so i think you know we're okay we're gonna stay where we <laughs> yeah. are i have heart surgery and they paid everything they're amazing well we can get you the same one for a better deal because you've you've been clean for a few years and uh well I just I love this company. They paid my claims. Yeah. There was no problems, yeah. and I I don't really have the heart to say, well they have to. Yeah, <laughs> right. They're just you're not special. But they required to by law. They didn't they didn't look at you and be like this. We're gonna play this lady's yeah, claims because her. we like her for her, and she's in dire straits. We want to take care of her. Yeah. I, yes, she's we a could sweet go down lady. a rabbit trail. Yeah, that, but she's that's a sweet funny. <laughs> but I, I do love the loyalty that paying a claim creates in yeah. a lot of situations. I know a lot of agents who sell have had that happen to them numerous times. Yeah. Where it's like it, only when it gets up into the 12, 15 percent yeah. rates. Even actually, even in some cases, they'll still even be loyal on that. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I still have clients that I wrote. I wrote them like nine years ago. I'm getting paid a super low commission on them, and I can't move them yeah. because they paid claims, and they're like, we're just yeah. happy. We don't want to go anywhere. I even threw out the numbers already. I'm like, I can save you $40 extra a month. No, no, we're fine. And on the flip side, there is the rare occasion where I get the guy who calls, and he had a 2% increase, and he's like, this is you know, bullshit. What's going on? And then I say, well, let's see, you know, see if we can help get your rate down. And then I go and look at like his claims history and he's got like $400,000 in claims in the last year. And you're like, sir, you should be very pleased with your 2% insurance increase. has worked really, really well. Yeah, you're lucky you know, there's some actuary in the insurance company that's going to be like, how do we get rid of this guy? Yeah. Please change him to someone else. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's if fewer and far between with Medicare supplements, but it all it always always cracks me up. Yeah, know? yeah. And they're like, and you ask them, how how is your health? And they they say, uh, um, oh, it's pretty good for my age. That response automatically lets me know that there's probably something big wrong. Yeah. With them. Pretty good for my age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and again, you know, so at the end of the day, you know, just to kind of, I guess, wrap things up, the the idea behind success in this industry is really coming down to, yes, being smarter about your approach to things and evolving as an agent because things change, times change, but the work ethic needs to be there. And it doesn't matter what kind of lead you're working, whether it's telemarketing leads, which we're always, and again, we're always trying to test out new methods of lead generation and teaching you guys through the site how to do that, whether it be Facebook, YouTube, uh, telemarketing, hiring telemarketers to do the job for you, like whatever it is, you know, we, it's kind of like we want to make sure that there's at least information there so you can go test yourself, you know, because at the end of the day, we can only go so far. There's never going to be some cookie cutter, like do this exactly and it'll work exactly like this. Because you know? if there was, so many people would utilize it, it would ruin it. And then you'd have to go create a new method. <laughs> exactly. You, <know>? right. exactly. <laughs> you always have to be willing to grow and evolve. Exactly. And I think that's why at the end of the day, you need to change your mindset as to what it takes to be successful in this industry and what a lead is. That really would, because I think everyone is still looking for that, just that golden nugget or that golden egg, right? Of just the, the lay down sales, which again, there's some exceptions. There are those out there. There are some that are ready just if to buy. If you could buy them, I would have already bought them all. <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, if, any, if, we, if anybody knew where they were at, they would have already purchased all of them, the lay down leads. Where's yeah. the ones that I call and I get a 100% closing ratio on a plan G, first contact? <laughs> first um, contact. Somebody already bought all those. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we can still sell you the ones at the fourth yeah. contact. Yeah, we fourth can, contact. I can sell you the fourth through twelfth contact leads. <laughs> That's funny. But it's, what's, what's amazing is everybody who's bought a Medicare supplement from you 
has been that person at some time. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just intersected their desire for it with mm-hmm. your phone call or with your advertisement. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, you know, also not expecting to close them on the first on the first conversation. Right. Yeah. I mean, how many do you, do you, you know, like you, you were telling that story about somebody that responded back to you like three years ago. You went yeah. to his door. Yeah. I mean, it, it comes over time. I mean, it does. You'll, and it, and you'll after, get some immediately, but you're going to get a lot down the road. Right. Yeah. And the longer you're doing it, I mean, we get referrals like crazy now. I mean, just word of mouth just has grown like wildfire. And it's, uh, I'd say it's a, I don't even know what Like wildfire? Are. Like, Fuego? Like Fuego, which is my new middle name. Justin. <laughs> Justin Fuego Bra. Fuego Bra. Fuego and Iron. Fuego and Fiero. <laughs> so so it's Medicare Supplement University. Yes. Facebook advertising for insurance agents. Collaboration. Yes. Where you can get the best training and self-generating, the best self-generating lead program in the industry, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I think in the future, there'll be more, there's things that, that we're always talking about, what we're going to do, what we're going to bring out, you know, because again, the idea of the, the Facebook training right now is a basics training, you know, right. but for those who have become more proficient in basics, we'll eventually come out with more training that's, that goes deeper into the dirt, right? More of like a mastermind course. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to go more into just the, the dynamics of things that we've tested in terms of ad copy audience. Yeah. Um, image, video, right. all this stuff. And that'll be more for people that have, you know, a, a more, I mean, a significant investment to make into their advertising. I would say that the um, the entry-level course for, for, you know, entry-level agents trying to get, it's great. Then there's a certain point when you have people that are already big producers where they just need to figure out how to utilize those concepts on a higher level and that's right. what the mastermind course would definitely be for and that's it too and and I know we got to wrap it up but you know I was talking to an agent in Colorado and this guy has been our number one guy in Colorado for the past five years and knows Medicare inside and out and his exact words to me is the well is kind of run dry and I'm talking when I look at the production for the past five years. Yeah, this guy's a hundred thousand a year producer. I mean, hundred thousand in premium plus a year. Yeah. And this guy is telling me the well has run dry. Well, it's actually not true. The well has not run dry. The well has never been more full than yeah. what it is right now. It's his well has run dry, and there's a lot of agents out there that need to step into a new way of advertising to consumers because the way consumers are engaging yeah. is different as well. Yeah. So I think the whole the whole program is something that's very timely and what what's needed in the industry right now. Yeah. And, and, and one big, big thing to remember, and this is something that every time that, I think it's natural for all of us, maybe, and maybe it's just me, but I'll admit there's times where I'm just like, I do get a little nervous about competition, but different strokes for different folks. Who I try to sell, like if Justin and I were trying to sell the same person, they just might like him better. The way he presented something, the way he said something better than I. And vice versa, you know, it's just, it's different. So so that's why when people, when there's agents out there who get it in their head that, oh my God, there's just, there's these groups out there, they're already talking to everybody, blah, blah, blah. Well, they're not closing everybody they talk to. And it could be that if you intersect them at that same time and they talk to you, you might actually be that person that they enjoy talking to more, feel more comfortable with, and decide they want to place their business with you. It's one of the reasons there's plenty of room for face-to-face agents still to make to carve out a big niche because absolutely because there are people out there that get talked to by so many people over the phone and they just won't do that. Now, I think that a huge number of people will do it over the phone now, and that's why that industry has shifted. But I mean, I met uh, one of Mike's agents in Cancun that started in the industry this year, like eight months ago, like a 35-year-old female going to houses, knocking on turning 65 doors, like turning 65 address list, going and knocking on the door, and in her first like seven months had done like $90,000 in premium with Cigna. Yeah. I mean... That's pretty good. People I mean, still door knock and still and, get sales. I mean, just do it. I mean, but she's, she's, the one thing I can say about her is she hustled. I mean, she just did it. And like, I even like, 
my female agents, I kind of don't want them to go knock on doors. I'm always scared for them to yeah, do that. Yeah. But she's doing it, you know? Yeah. But uh, she's kind of somebody door knocked. Somebody door knocked my dad. And if it wasn't for me being in the business, it's likely my dad would have gone with that person that came to their door. And I've just, I, I was actually a little shocked. I'm like, really? Somebody yeah. actually still comes to your door? Like, that's, yeah. but that's hustle. Yeah. That's hustle. And yeah. I guarantee you that if they keep up that hustle, those are the people that are going to end up yeah. Doing very well in this. Industry. I might would if I was starting all over again. Actually, get out there and door knock, turn sixty five people. I mean, I wouldn't do it in Arizona during the summertime, but no, I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> Bank, uh, bank, there's a banker's life agent in our area that does it, and she's selling. I, I keep wondering, like, trying to tell her, like, come work for us. Like, you're selling a Medicare supplement that costs eighty percent more than the one that we sell, and she's still selling them. Yeah, I run into her clients, and I'm like. You can get it eighty dollars a month cheaper. <laughs> it yeah. makes no sense. But those, you know what? And those agents, oh my gosh, they're so well trained, right? They you remember that when we, we used agents. to get so many of those guys yeah. coming us? We've and, already recruited two of them to work for us. I'm trying to get this one. But. Yeah, they're great agents. <laughs> they're great. Well, right. so again, guys, you know, ultimately, you know, we, we thank you for for listening in. Uh, we want to continue to always bring content, new stuff, golden nuggets that you can utilize and put into action. But again. Put it into action. You know, don't just listen. Don't just get, you know, the paralysis of analysis. Like everything you're learning on this site, you need to actually go put it into action. And even if you're not perfect at it yet, even if you don't feel like you know everything yet, still put it into action. Because at the end of the day, I still can't put something together that's going to cover every single little piece of advice or knowledge that you need to know. You're going to run into things through practice. You got to practice. I don't know. You guys have anything to say? Final thoughts about that? I think you said it, man. You said it all. That's it. You said, so. you said it all. I said it. <laughs> all, right. all right, guys. Well, thanks again for being, uh, being. well, we came out, so we're here in Kansas City, you know, but um, but it's been it's been a great time out here. We, we've had a lot of fun. Uh, it helps solidify the relationship that we have. And, uh, you know, again, we'll be doing a lot more of these. So thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. See you next time.